Welcome to Fertility Fridays. I'm your host, Leah Vaughn. Join me for today's episode as we explore all things on the road to becoming mama. Hello and welcome to my beautiful mamas, soon-to-be mamas, future mamas, aspiring mamas, and all mamas in between. I hope y'all are doing well and feeling well today, regardless of where you're at in your journey. I know it can be extremely stressful and just exhausting sometimes, you know, so thank you for taking the time out to join me today. I am excited to talk about today's Fertility Fridays segment. It's something that's really been weighing on me for the last several weeks, and I am ready to dig in. So again, welcome ladies, welcome mamas to today's segment of Fertility Fridays. I am your host, Leah Vaughn, and I just appreciate you joining me on this journey. Today, I want to talk about a subject that's important to me just because infertility and the world of trying to navigate conception and all of the things that can be dark and scary and disappointing and sad in that world is really um, isolating and can just leave us feeling very alone and misunderstood and unheard. And a lot of the times when we feel that way, what do we do? We seek out resources. We seek out people who understand what we're going through or who can empathize with our circumstances because we need that support. We look for support groups online. We look for articles, blogs, resources, YouTube videos, websites, all sorts of things that align with the kind of support that we need. And a lot of the time, there's just, well, not a lot of the time, there is an abundance of information. There's hundreds of thousands of support groups. There's so many blogs and websites, including my own, that give us all of this information. And we kind of pick and choose what we want based on how it relates to us, right? I don't know about you, but when I am really wanting to find support for something that I'm going through or need answers for, or just want to feel like I'm not alone in it, I specifically look for what relates to how I feel about it. And I kind of want what I find to align with what I think it should look like. So my particular grievance with the online world of support systems lately is that 90% of the support groups I've stumbled across, especially for fertility, for infertility, um, you know, I'm in my early 40s. So I have found several support groups for women who are trying to conceive over 40. And I feel like more often than not, I'm coming away from these support groups feeling more frustrated or more scared or disappointed, or fearful, or anxious, like all the feels, right? And I'm thinking, I'm supposed to be going to them for support. I want to create a supportive tribe that I can go to and vent to and rely on. 
And yet I'm coming away feeling the complete opposite of what I feel like I should be feeling. I'm not feeling supported. I'm feeling intimidated. I'm feeling like I'm reading a ton of really sad, scary stories of all sorts of things that really don't give me hope and make me feel like, oh my God, that can happen to me? Oh, well, I'm in a similar situation. What if that does happen to me? And then I go down this rabbit hole of starting to worry about all of these horrific things that could potentially happen to me in my circumstances. And I start to dwell on that and I start to embrace it and wear it as if it's my story. And that's really frightening. We ladies are in an extremely vulnerable state when we just want to become mamas either for the first time or again, or we're exploring what's going on with our bodies and where we are in in our biological stage in life. And that vulnerability is so extremely sensitive and delicate. And we really sometimes throw ourselves into this fire. And that's where I'm coming from today. I've recently started to undergo fertility treatments again. And because of the road that my wife and I are going down, um, I'm not going to disclose a lot of what's going on just yet. We have a long road ahead in this new chapter of treatment. And we want to just be in it together and, you know, no outside noise. So y'all aren't going to get that piece of me today. However, I've really started seeking out more information, more support systems, and have joined several online support groups. At a consultation I had with our fertility specialist a couple of weeks ago, she asked us specifically, you know, do you guys have a good support system? And of course, we said, yes, you know, we have friends, we have family, we have each other and, you know, all of these different things that we can lean lean on and turn to for support. And then I said, I also am on, you know, several forums and part of several Facebook support groups. And my doctor looked at me and she said... Be very careful for that because a lot of the time what you'll find in these support groups is information and other people's personal experiences that are not very supportive and always remember their story is not your story. And I said, oh, I know, don't worry about it. You know, I proceed with caution. But now here we are several weeks later and I I know exactly what she's talking about because their story is not my story. And everyone's journey is different. I don't know if you're like me, but not only do I want success in my hopes in building a family and and want to get to the other side with a precious baby and, and being a mama with my wife, but I also wish for others to reap the benefits of everything that they're putting in as far as the blood, sweat, and tears of creating their family. So I wish everybody well, but let me tell you, there are some really sad stories out there that have broken my heart and just made me feel horrible for the women who have had to endure these really just tough, shitty journeys and stories of loss and 
and stillbirth and miscarriage and and just nothing working and having to, you know, choose things they don't want to choose and and losing relationships and and it breaking their homes. I mean, just real devastation. And I start to think, God, is that possible for me? Okay, what if I what if I am successful? What if we are successful and we do conceive? But oh my God, what if we lose it right away? What if something happens and and we're six months down the road in a healthy pregnancy and then all of a sudden there's no heartbeat? What if I'm delivering this baby or my wife is delivering this baby and then the baby isn't breathing? You know, I'm thinking of all of these terrible worst case scenario stories that I'm reading from other people. And something the other day clicked and I was just like, that there she's right our doctor was right their story is not my story and i choose to be hopeful in my story i have three healthy children almost all of them are adults i know my body and things that it has been able to physically accomplish before regardless of how long ago that provides me comfort. Now, that's not everybody's story. Again, my story is not your story. My story is no one else's story. But I have to pick the pieces apart from my own experience with what I'm going through and what with what I have been through to hold on to hope for myself. I feel like if I begin to wear everyone else's sadness and despair, number one, it's defeating the purpose of lowering my cortisol levels. <laughs> Honestly, my mission right now is stress free, maybe not 100% stress free, free, because that's really impossible to me to achieve. But for the most part, stress free, or stress less. And if I'm constantly worried about worst case scenario, and the devastation of the what if this happens, what if that happens, I'm not even allowed allowing myself to potentially enjoy the celebrations that may be to come, you know, and so I'm shorting myself of an opportunity to just take my my experience right now one day at a time, one step at a time, and live in my shoes and hope for the best. If I'm always taking on everyone else's worst, it's going to make it nearly impossible for me to hope for the best. So there's a particular um, support group that I'm in for the fertility clinic that I'm going to. And there's an individual in this particular support group who says she's very encouraging, but really just comes off as extremely negative, really just kind of a Debbie Downer not very encouraging. And so there have been several ladies who have posted concerns and questions in this support group. And every time this person comes along with, well, did you consider this? What if this happens? Did you consider this? Then this is going to be, this is going to be how this goes. And unfortunately, because this person has a very long history of infertility and has literally spent many, many years um, trooping through trying to conceive. 
I believe in her mind, she's an expert in any possible scenario of what could potentially happen and what the outcome could potentially be. And she literally projects the worst case scenario onto anyone who simply asks a question. And I had to end up removing myself from that support group because number one, she was the admin on the support group. And I was like, oh God, if if she's the one controlling the narrative in this support group, we're all going to be sad, depressed, hopeless women, you know? And then number two, I found myself wanting to defend everybody she was going against. And I felt that that was not my responsibility emotionally to take on that task right now. So there were several women that I did reach out to one-on-one and was just like, hey, this is your journey. Do what you and your partner feel is best. I know so-and-so said this, this, and this, and that. But at the same time, her story is her story and yours is yours. And if you feel that whatever choice you're asking about is right for you. Don't let somebody else's negativity determine your decision. She's not your physician. She's not your specialist. You're the expert and whatever your situation is. I ended up having that conversation with several women and it became kind of exhausting. And I was like, I'm not here in this support group to be everyone's fertility coach. Although I would love to help everybody and love to be a support system for everybody on this, you know, down the road that they're going. But for me in my particular circumstances right now, mentally, emotionally, that was not doing me any good. Um, It was draining me really because I was becoming more focused on how other women were feeling and less focused on how I was feeling about my own experience. And then I was emotionally investing into defending them. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when it becomes something that's too distracting, it's not okay. And for me, it became too distracting. So I I removed myself from that environment. But that's not the only environment that's been like that. There have been a couple of support systems online where I've seen that same behavior, where whether it's my timeline or every blog that's posted is just something negative, something sad, something devastating, people asking innocent questions or looking for helpful information and just receiving a ton of bullshit in return. And it's been really disappointing to me because I feel like, look, we're all experiencing something difficult, obviously, no matter what part it is that you're struggling with, or no matter what chapter you're in on your fertility journey, there's a part of it that's frustrating and hard. And maybe, you know, obviously we're all at different places, but Maybe we're, you know, in in a place where we can't take anymore and we just want that last glimmer of hope because we're at the end of our road or we're at the beginning of the road and we're so intimidated by everything we read that we just don't even know how to begin to want to try. You know, I don't think that should be the purpose of online support systems. And I understand being transparent and being real with experience and sharing your your truth and your honesty about what you go through and and 
you know, for me, my testimony is a testimony. It's not meant to scare people away. It's not meant to deter people from what they're meant to go through and experience or make them, you know, fearful. And I certainly don't want to fear monger the people who are looking to me for support. But I definitely think that there needs to be a much more mindful approach of kind of how we just dump all of our information into cyberspace, into the online world. Because even if I've had a devastating experience, maybe today somebody needs to hear a little bit of what can push them through to keep going in their story. Maybe they've experienced the same devastation and emotionally they're in a really dark place. And I feel like we just have to err on the side of caution of how much darkness we put out into the world and how much devastation we talk about and expose and and at the same time allow ourselves you know, the ability to be honest and and forthcoming with the information we want to share. But I definitely feel like support groups should be just that supportive. I feel like women should be able to come together in a community where they're not devastated and fearful by everything that they see and hear in that community every day. And I absolutely feel like every resource and support group and online forum and blog and everything should provide a safe space for whoever is going there. So what are some things that we can do to kind of minimize um, what brings us down? And The number one thing that I think is really helpful is just kind of learning how to tune certain stuff out. Obviously, this journey period of fertility, infertility, growing your family, being a woman, just all sorts of things that come along with being a woman, whether you're trying to conceive or not. Maybe you're just going through menopause. Maybe you're you know, maybe you have fibroids, maybe you're suffering from endometriosis, or maybe other things are happening in your body, breast cancer, there's so many parts of being a woman that can be really tough in the journey. And I think that we have to, well, number one, we automatically develop a tough skin. um, And and our skin gets thicker and thicker, the, the more that we endure. And I think that that teaches us how to be strong and how to tap into that strength when we need to. And I certainly think that we need to use that strength to tune out that which does not serve us. So if I'm having a bad day and I'm like, look, ladies, I just really need to vent. And I just want to share with you how I'm feeling today. And um, can somebody provide me with just a little bit of encouragement? And someone comes along and says something that's just like the opposite of encouraging and really just devastating. I have to learn to choose what to do with that. I can tune it out. I can log off. I can remove myself from whatever group or atmosphere that is. But dwelling on it and holding it close to me is not going to serve me well. It's going to create the opposite of what I'm actually looking for. So I think we need to learn to just make choices. Like I, I chose to remove myself from the environment because everywhere I looked, there was someone in there who was just treating women not very well and just being the opposite of the group that she created to be supportive. 
So I think that it's important for us to create those boundaries for ourselves and to know how to act on them when our boundaries are infiltrated. And I also think the, well, I think the most important piece to me is not taking on someone else's story as our own. Naturally, when we hear disappointment and devastation, especially if we've already been down the road of disappointment and devastation, it's so much easier to embrace that's going to keep happening to me. I'm not going to find happiness and joy and success. It's It feels unreachable. It feels not you know, tangible for me. That's not going to be my my story. It's going to be sad and disappointment. And when, when we're in the fire of that emotional disappointment consistently, we begin to allow it just to cradle us. And that becomes where we're comfortable. So wanting to be hopeful or wanting to find joy in the possibilities becomes less and less of a reality. And even for me, sometimes, sometimes just annoying, like, I don't even want to think about being excited about something in the future, because I know too well how much that feels and then the disappointment that comes right behind it. And I'm tired of that roller coaster. I would much rather set myself up for the disappointment and then be happy if I if, if something goes my way or something goes the way I hope it will go. But at the same time, I don't want to wear the cape of anticipating everything going wrong all the time. That's not the right attitude for me. And I feel like that's huge on perspective. So my perspective isn't going to be everything for me is going to fail. Everything I want in a family is going to fail. There's never going to be a success or a joyful celebration. My perspective is going to be, I've been through some really tough shit. There are days I wake up and I'm sick of the tough shit and I'm really fucking over it. But you know what? I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I don't know what six weeks, six months, and six years will bring into my life. And I'm not going to try to predict that it's just going to be one big bucket of devastation. And I choose that. So we have to choose how we want to navigate how we're feeling and what we take on as our story. And and remember, ladies, we don't know what's in store. We don't know the future. There, on the bright side, are so many stories that I have read and articles and, and scientific journals and all sorts of other things that promote success and promote miracles and all of these other things in science and and just rooted in a world of anything can happen. And that does provide me hope. So I choose how I want to navigate, whether I wear, you know, a positive perspective or a negative perspective, and whether I expect myself to be like every other woman who's experienced terrible devastation and sadness and and lost hope, or if I want to be a woman who just lives in my shoes and moves forward with what benefits me best emotionally. And lastly, I think it's just really important for us to make sure that we find the right tribe. Again, there are so many resources out there. There are so many websites, so many Facebook pages and support groups everywhere you look, everywhere you Google, all over. And we really have to just be careful to make sure that we find what aligns with what we need. 
You can easily join and click on everything you come across and everything you see. But I find that the more we expose ourselves to more and more and more and more and more information, the more it becomes very overwhelming and also just really can hold us back and almost become a rabbit hole of way too much overload. So sometimes too much is not good for us. And I do believe that when it comes to finding the right tribe, don't put your emotional resources in too many other people's baskets. You know, find the people who are going to uplift you, who are going to make you feel good about your journey, even on your worst days, even on your bad days, who are at least going to provide you with the support that you are needing in that moment, who are just going to meet you where you're at and where you need them to meet you. And don't sacrifice your mental health or your well-being just to be a part of everyone's community or just to be a part of everyone else's um, story, because that is not going to serve you well. Remember, ladies, this journey is yours. And while this journey is yours alone, you are certainly not alone on this journey. I hope that makes sense. But I just want to encourage you to be careful who you seek out and where you look for the support that you're needing. All of our stories are totally different. Everything we've experienced are totally different. There are similarities in things that we may have gone through or, you know, medical situations we may have experienced or suffered from. But at the same time, someone else's story is not yours. So please, please remember that. Don't let the world of finding a support system and of growing your supportive tribe through such difficult times bring you down. If the groups and resources that you seek out are stressing you out, bumming you out, keeping you in a dark space and holding you in a very pessimistic way where you're losing hope and where you're feeling constant sadness and despair and fear and worry of the what ifs, then you have to remove yourself from that. Like I said, it's time to kick those things to the curb. They are not serving you well at all. And just remember the way that you're feeling, the way that you're thinking, the way that you're processing every step of the way for yourself whether you're currently carrying baby or whether you're trying for baby, everything you feel and and do and, and invest in emotionally, it impacts your body. These are all things that impact us in ways that maybe we can't see, but we certainly can feel. And just do what's best for yourself. Set yourself up for emotional success in a way that creates a system and a tribe that's going to give you exactly what you need. Okay. I do want to share a resource with you since we've been talking about unhelpful resources. 
I do encourage you to visit resolve.org. Resolve.org is the home of the National Infertility Association. And let me tell you, they offer a plethora of so many different types of resources and tools and everything under the sun you can think of. There's surely something there that you will find that will be supportive and helpful for you in your journey. And I certainly encourage everyone listening to visit their website. Again, that's resolve.org, the National Infertility Association. They are an incredibly reliable online resource. And I think if you are looking for any online resources, groups, or anything like that, please visit them first. I am certain you'll find what you need without having to search through dozens or hundreds of other things and trying to find your place somewhere else. And then I also just want to encourage you, we do live in a day and age where social media is prominent and everything that we do, everything's available online, but at the same time, life will go on if you're not on Facebook. Life will go on if you're not a part of a Facebook support group or forum or following an Instagram page or, or a TikTok account. Stay off of social media if it becomes toxic to you. Sometimes you have to do that. And guess what? What happens with you and how you take care of yourself behind closed doors is enough. You don't need any social media apps or platforms to validate the support that you can get in your life. And I certainly encourage everyone listening who may struggle with the part that social media plays in their lives, if it is not serving you well, release it, get rid of it, log out of it. You know, maybe don't delete your account, just delete the app off your phone for a while. Give yourself a breather, a breath of fresh air, take a step away. If it's not doing you any good, then you do not need it in your life. Well, I certainly am thankful for everyone listening and everyone who has been a constant support for me. I am certainly here for you as well. You can always reach me at theunspokencycle at gmail.com. You can also find me online on Instagram at The Unspoken Cycle. You can find me on Facebook at The Unspoken Cycle. Ladies, we are in this together. We are certainly not alone. I am here to give you this method of my support as best as I can every Friday with my Fertility Friday segment and even weekly with my regular segment on The Unspoken Cycle podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just encourage you to keep fighting the good fight. We will get to the end of our journey, and I believe that we will be satisfied with where that ends up. And that is the hope and the wish that I am going to sign off with today. Please, if you have not yet, like and subscribe. Definitely go over to theunspokencycle.com. There's a whole entire community of women in similar circumstances, just waiting to find their tribe and maybe you will be or are meant to be part of it. Thank you so much for joining again. Until next time, mamas, stay strong. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Fertility Fridays. Please like and subscribe and don't forget to join the private community just for women at theunspokencycle.com. Until next week, stay strong.